of sport. A few people. Yeah, I was at the rugby yesterday as a little treat, and actually it's amazing to watch athletes who are trained all the time and, and do it. To some people who don't understand, it looked like a ridiculous sport, but actually it's really enjoyable and great. But actually, can anybody tell me what the most popular sport in the world is? Any? Say again? Football? Football. That's it. So if you do some research around the world, it's one of the easiest games to play in one sense because you just need some type of football, you need a couple of jumpers maybe for posts, and basically anywhere around the world you can have a game of football and actually billions upon people do, literally billions, play football of one form or another. Uh, oh. <laughs> but I don't know whether you've watched any football and you've watched any football or played any football, and you realise that when, when somebody does something bad, when one of the players tackles someone or breaks the rule, can you tell me what one of the things that happens? All the teammates come to their defence. I like that, Kerry. They kind of rally round. Say again. The crowd boo. That's true. Anything else? Say again. A whistle. The, the, the referee whistle. Referee straight away, that's exactly right. Now, if someone's done something bad, you said that earlier, did I not listen? So, if someone does something bad, the referee gets out and says, you fouled, you've done something wrong, yellow card. That's a warning. If you come to do something bad, if you come to do it, then you're going to go off. And what happens then? The player carries on. As you say, they carry on, try their luck. They do something else bad, or even worse. What happens next? Got the right one. Red card comes out. And what happens? What needs to happen when a red card comes out? You're off. You're absolutely off. No more playing the game. You're off the pitch. Can't play the next game. You're banned for the next game. It's serious, and there you're off. No more. You can't play the game. And so it can seem like football is quite tough on people who do things wrong. If they do things wrong, you're off. It's finished. Can't play the game anymore. And so it can seem quite a hard thing. But I wonder for us, when we do things wrong, how often we think God would forgive us? How often do we think God would forgive us? Would you think God is continually showing us a yellow card and a red card for the wrong things we do? Or do you think he sees us a little bit different? So what do you do when someone says something bad about you, whether at school, at work, at home, or someone speaks behind your back? You ask them nicely to stop. That's one of the ways. If someone constantly makes bad choices in their family, you can talk to them, but if they keep doing it again and again and again and again, you, want, you reach a point. Yeah. But if someone did something bad and they did it bad again, would you keep forgiving them? No, but would you? Because actually forgiveness, what the Bible says is that, and our reading today is that Many of us will have heard before, so they're asking how many times, Peter says, should I forgive? Peter was trying to be clever. 
He thought by saying seven times, he was being clever and showing how forgiving he was. But Jesus said, Peter, you've not understood, as usual with Peter, he's got a linkling, but he's not really understood what Jesus is about. He says 70 times seven, 490 times. Not seven times, not two times, not three times. He said that you need to forgive. 70 times seven. That's an amazing amount. But I wonder whether that's something we want to live by, whether we think it's something we can do. But isn't that what God does for us? When we turn to God, when we turn to God, when we know we've done things wrong, said things wrong, thought things wrong, and we ask God to forgive us, God does forgive us. What the Bible says is that if we accept what Jesus did on the cross, God gives us a white card. He makes us clean. He gives us a fresh start. He forgives us and makes things new. He doesn't continue to punish us by sending us off. He actually comes to us and offers us to forgive us again and again. When we do the same thing that's bad, say the same thing that's bad, and think if we turn to God, well, the Bible says he's faithful to forgive us. He will always forgive us if we turn to him. Forgiveness, though, is hard work. Most people don't find it easy. One of the things someone said is one of the most costly things we do as Christians. But I would say if you look at any kind of friendships or relationships, if these six words aren't in these friendships, or you're, whether you're married or you're friends with people, then actually your relationship will not grow. It will eventually break down. So I wonder, how many times in the last week have you said, I'm sorry? Three words. I am sorry. Twice. Twice. Great. Other people? Other people said, I'm sorry. I've had to say sorry to Joe quite a few times this week. Well, I haven't had to say sorry that many times to the kids, but I might need to. But actually, when we say sorry, it takes courage to do it. But we also then need to say three other words. When someone's done something wrong to us, are we prepared to say, I forgive you? I'm sorry when we do something wrong. When someone's done something wrong against us, will we say, I forgive you? I forgive you. If those six words aren't part of our regular Christian life, we will struggle. Recently, I discovered many people, even if you're not a Christian, would realize that actually unless we forgive people, we get bitter, we get full of anger, we get grumpy with everybody and crouchy with everybody. But actually recently I've come across some of the websites where people have gone on the website to say things to people because they weren't able to say it face to face. Here's a couple. Someone wrote this on this website about forgiveness. Said, I'm sorry, you were waiting for the car, for your car to come out of the car parking space. And I slid in through the other direction. Has that ever happened to you? Someone slides in, you've waited for hours, and someone says, I'm really sorry I did that to you. I had to do this because I was desperate. I was getting, had to get to the shop on time, I was late for my appointments, had to go to the toilet, and that was the only space that was available, so really I had to slip in. And I hope you read this and understand why I did wrong to you. The driver of a grey Honda car wrote that. This is a bit more serious. It's from a mum who said this. 
for all the things that happened to you as a child that I never knew about. Maybe you're told not to tell me, but I should have been there for you, and you should have been able to tell me anything. For the fact that you weren't able to tell me anything, and I wasn't there for you, I am truly sorry. My mum wrote that in her desire to find forgiveness from her children. Christianity is all about grace, forgiveness, healing, and mercy. God sent his son Jesus so we can experience the white card of constantly being washed by what he's done for us. So all our sins of the past, and the present, and the future are dealt with. And nothing is beyond God's ability to forgive us. That's what Jesus' life was about. God longs us to be free of guilt, of shame, of bitterness, of anger, of jealousy that consume us. And he comes to us in the person of Jesus to give us forgiveness. I wonder whether today there's anything you need to say sorry to God for that you've done, that you've never said sorry to God for. Or something you know as after going from here that you actually need to go to say sorry to somebody you've done something wrong to. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. I'm sorry. I forgive you. What about if St. Swithin's became known as a place who do forgive? that they can find forgiveness and will grow together in that. But not once to say sorry. Not twice to say sorry. Not seven times to say sorry. But forever. Let me pray. Let's pray together. Father, thank you for your love for each one of us. Father, thank you that you continue to long to forgive us, to give us a fresh start pray that we would receive your forgiveness today so that we can be clean, free of guilt, free of shame. And that would you help us to forgive other people when they wrong us? Would you help us to forgive other people and not to hold things against people and bear grudges? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.